0: What's going on everybody out there? You know what it is. We got content. We're back. How's everybody doing out there today? Yes, yes, yes. We're in the building. You're damn right we are. You're right. Hello. Back baby. We got content. I know you got, I know you guys love this show. Stand up. Everybody stand up. Yes, yes. Oh, damn, I'm a good-looking-ass motherfucker. I can tell you that. Sit down, sit down. What's going on? What's going on to everybody out there, to the new fans, to the new people that love the We Got Content podcast? I am Simba Ali, the host. And once again, America just seems to serve it up on a platter, doesn't it? Every day, it's easy. This shit is easy. It's just like Stiltskin. Do you guys know who the fuck Stiltskin is? Yeah, it's an old tale about a guy who was able to spin um hay into gold, and that's how I feel like it is with me, like, it's gold, Kanye West is out here fucking wearing White Lives Matter shirts, Draymond Green is punching Jordan Poole in the motherfucking left eye socket in the snot locker, nigga, hit that nigga in the snot locker, nigga, everybody out there say it with me, he hit him with the mecca lecca hiney, oh, you know goddamn right, <laughs> hey, uh, yes, yeah, not too much has been going on, uh, in the personal life, like I said, if you like the show, make sure you click and subscribe to We Got Content. This is officially the first uh visual that I'm putting up, you know what I mean? So you guys get to see who talks this shit. And yes, I'm a good-looking motherfucker. That's, I'm the trifecta. I'm smart, I'm charismatic, and I'm good-looking. It's, who the fuck could stop me? Who in the fucking America, who in the fucking the planet Earth could stop me? Thank you guys for joining We Got Content Podcast. And like I said, make sure that you click and subscribe. To the YouTube channel. Um, follow me on all the social media platforms, Instagram, I'm on TikTok now, guys. Hey, I'm on TikTok now. Yes, I'm showing these fucking movie rookie motherfuckers. They're rookies. I'm looking at TikTok, I'm like, they're fucking up on the words. They don't you guys don't know movies. Not the classic ones, you guys might know your new movies. You know, Avatar and you know what I'm saying? Like you might, you might know your movies that you guys watch, but I'm talking about our movies. Don't be trying to do 90s movies. Y'all fucking up the words and shit. Let a professional get on the MIC. Simba Lee, I'm officially on TikTok. Follow me, TikTok Simba. It's just Simba. It's not TikTok Simba. That's just what I hashtag. But uh, everybody, how you doing out there? Um, we will be shooting uh, the first actual episode of the North Star Podcast. I know everything sounds weird. Just follow me. The North Star Podcast is officially turning into the podcast where I'll be showcasing my wonderful city of Minnesota, I'll be stopping at everything. I'll be stopping at my fucking restaurants, clothing stores. I don't care what it is. I want to show everything that goes on in Minnesota. Haberdasheries, I'm stopping at haberdasheries. You dig me? So um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be one of those good. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good a good platform that I can monetize easily. You know what I mean? And not only monetize, but also just bring more people in. It's gonna be a more inclusive side you know we got content we talk shit over here we're, we're shit starters we're rabble rousers over here over here we got content we're rabble rousers you know what it is yeah we don't give a fuck nigga if it comes across the fucking table nigga we finna chop it up we finna serve out some plates and we finna talk about that shit simboli so we are here what's going on in the world yes i know everybody wants to get to the kanye Weston weight lives man. <laughs> that nigga kanye i love that nigga god damn he's a free american he's this yeah, he's this. That's why I'm wearing this today, cause it's about free black men today. Yeah, it's about being free. Free. You know what free means? Free means you can express your opinion as long as you're not physically hurting anybody. God damn. It's like, and the black people that say something, you niggas ain't even black. I wasn't gonna start with Kanye West, but fuck it, we're starting with Kanye West today. God damn it, you fucking Kanye, goddamn West, out here wearing a white lives matter t-shirts, and the whole black community. Mm. <laughs> The whole black community, this old show up sometime ass fucking people gets mad. And it's always the fucked up people that don't, nigga, I don't want to hear from Boosie about this. That's what's fucked up. Why do they even ask Boosie? Like ask somebody of what it's hard to find these days. I understand to find a black person that's reputable, that's connected to their ancestors, that knows anything about the lineage and the mission of their ancestors and what we're supposed to be doing as black people currently it's hard to find one ain't it i know it is it's hard that's why we're so easily defeatable yeah nobody could fuck with us in sports they couldn't fuck with us talking they could they their best thing to do was keep us out because we were connected to a higher source well, we've been disconnected since the 80s my generation hello i'm guilty my generation yeah fucked it all off but yeah kanye west and candace owens out here wearing white lives matter t-shirts And fucking the microphones and the questions get asked asked to the wrong people. Why the fuck are you asking Boosie? You know how much destruction and demonic energy Boosie puts out on a daily basis to the black communities? So why would you ask him and Boosie? Why would you even say anything? That's what be them street niggas. Boy, I tell you, why do street niggas think they can be political? They can do anything, man. I'm mad at him. But so you're mad at him for wearing a white lives matter shirt but you're not mad at the songs that you perform on a daily basis, set it off, and these other songs that encourage black males to be violent, angry, and um, aggressive towards one another. You, that doesn't bother you. And not only that, you're contemporaries. You got people that are around you that make music in the same harmonic, har- harmony that you do. That doesn't bother you? When little black boys lose their life to gang violence just because their mom was born on the east side, My mom was born on the West side. They didn't get, how how do we get to choose? But now we're beefing. The things that happen on a day-to-day basis in our community, these don't bother you, Boosie? That don't bother you? The jeweler getting killed, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, you know, Boosie did not have nothing to do with that. But damn, it's funny the things that bother us that we just can't. You seen how mad Boosie was over that shit? Like, Boosie, you that mad over Kanye wearing a White Lives Matter T-shirt? But when you see a nigga talking about him smoking on an op, when you see them chi niggas, them niggas be rolling big backwoods talking about smoking on the op, I caught him lacking, and I shot his mom, and I shot his kid, and I shot his friend, and I shot this nigga, and I shot him 20 times, he he caught on fire. Nigga, and, nigga y- y'all don't be getting mad. Y'all don't ever see Boosie on Vlad TV upset about the content of drill music, do you? Nah, you never see all these people that get mad at Kanye for whatever the fuck Kanye's doing. He's just expressing himself. That's all Kanye's doing. It's just expressing himself. You feel me? So yeah, that shit's, it's just funny. It's very, very funny and peculiar, peculiar to me. The, the section of the black community that comes out. It's always the street niggas that we wait. Why don't you say something so we can stop gang violence, <laughs> Boosie? God damn! I wish Boosie and these niggas that get so in their feelings when Kanye puts on a White Lives Matter shirt, why don't you get mad and say something so we can put a curb on this fucking gang violence, my nigga? That don't bother you. But if you know what Boosie's involved in, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Boosie. I'm not finna get on here. I'm not a police officer. I'm not undetective. I don't solve crimes. But God damn it why is Sales Slack Slack? Nigga, everybody has a rapper in their city who perpetuates and promotes and contributes to the gang and the demonic evil shit, murder and death. Yeah. We wouldn't have access to all this shit if it wasn't for the rappers that make it, that come back and keep the drugs going and keep the beef going and pay for hits. You hear him on the song all the time. Drop thirty thousand on a nigga head. They're talking about it all the time. Yeah, we we do it. So, Boosie, just relax. Just relax. Just like like I said, I want Boosie to keep the same energy as when young black males kill each other. When we when he hears up when we hear about Ray Ray from the East Side killing. Um, Little poo-poo from the West Side, how he just be like, eh, so what? On to the next thing. That's what we should do when we when Kanye West comes out and crazy shit. When when black people do things and and you know, it's always funny to me, like, why does the why does this attention, why is this garnering so much attention? It's almost like they like there's a segment of white America that wants to see how and, and why we cancel each other. It's like a fucking test. You guys ever see uh, what's the movie, Trading Places? Mortimer. Yeah, they, been, they gambled on these niggas' lives for $2. And that's what the rich do. And I feel like that same test is happening right now. When I see Kanye wear a White Lives Matter shirt, I'm, I feel like there's a segment of white America that, that does the testing. Not every white person, because a lot of white people don't contribute to white supremacy, just the same way that 99% of black people don't contribute to black people doing good. They contribute to the other shit. But anyways, uh, yeah, I feel like when Kanye comes out with his fucking White Lives Matter shirt, I'm like, oh, they're running the test. They're going to see how many black people are like, I don't give a fuck that Kanye wears. that. That's still my nigga. I still fuck with him. You know what I mean? That's our brother. That's what he wants to wear. That's what he can wear. I wonder how many of those things he'll fucking sell. That's the question. Nobody's asking those questions though, huh? How many of these motherfucking shirts is Kanye selling in? Is that why he's doing this, nigga? This is a business move, nigga. Also, you know, Kanye, he's doing the double. He's double dipping. Yeah, I like to rile up and stir up the good niggas or the fake ass pseudo black power niggas. Kanye loves to stir up the pseudo black power niggas. I do, too. I love it. I love stirring up the the pseudo niggas. (laughs) You niggas only come around once every 36 days. And it's just for police shit. That's it. And, And it's just to remind us of the 70s and the 60s and the 50s. You niggas aren't current. Yeah, you niggas aren't current. You niggas are trying to keep us distracted. Kanye loves to fucking shake that tree. So does Candace Owens. So do I. So does Charleston White. There's a, there's a bunch of us out here. We like to shake that old nigga tree that... Shut up, nigga. You, if you want to say something, if you're going to be bothered about something, nigga, smoking on a nigga's ashes should bother you way more. Shooting a nigga's mom just because he's his mom should bother you way more. Drill music. If you, have you listened to the content of Drill songs? That should bother you way more than Kanye West's shirt. So anyway, let's get back to Kanye West. Kanye got the White Lives Matter shirt on and everybody's going crazy. I personally, like I said, I think it's a business boy. I think that he's trying to show his marketability. I mean, how many of those fucking things did he fucking sell? I bought one. You guys see me? You see the cover? Yeah, I bought my fucking White Lives Matter shirt. I just want to be rebellious. I just want to go against the grain. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So uh, anyway, yeah. But it just it just amazes me. The ones that come out, you know, it's not, it's it's the ones that shouldn't be speaking. Shut up. Why are you speaking? You even got Michael Rappaport. You guys see Michael Rappaport? I'm offended. Kanye did say some wild shit, though. He did say, like, I'm on the Jewish people's ass. Y'all ain't even the real Jews. Oh, shit, Kanye. I can talk like that, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can talk like that. I can come out and say, the Jewish people, they don't give a fuck about me and my little nigga channel over here in the Chitlin Circuit. But when Kanye West comes out talking about black people are the real Jews and has, huh, what? Oh, shit, I feel an assassination coming on I'm gonna keep it a bean Ah, uh, it's Yeah, an assassination is coming along We're gonna see an assassination pretty soon I just feel it And I'm not wishing that I wish Kanye West can be protected I wish we protected him But I feel they're gonna try This is talking crazy, nigga And you know how invested the Jewish community is in hip-hop? Stop it They're way more invested than the nigga community is That's why Rappaport and Lior Cohen And all these Jewish motherfuckers They'll come together if you start fucking with hip-hop It's a business for them, nigga People, niggas are so stupid. We see Bill Clinton play a saxophone and all of a sudden we do. No, nigga, you stupid, nappy-headed motherfuckers. And I'm, why is that? Why is hip-hop, a? why is hip-hop music and hip-hop culture a more lucrative and important business for the Jewish community than it is for niggas? They will come and run to the rescue of some hip-hop shit, won't they? All the Jewish people will come, nigga, you make making it. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yes if I was partners with the prison um, industrial complex, if all the people that ran private prisons in America were my buddies and I own record labels and we were doing the one hand washes, the other both hand wash, the face kind of deal, you feel me? Yeah, I would protect my interests too, nigga. That's why it's funny back when hip hop, when I was coming up, you hear hip hop talking about educating people and that's why you hear um, a lot of the street niggas say, fuck you backpack niggas, right? You backpack niggas. Well, what is a backpack nigga? Kanye West is a backpack nigga. What is a backpack nigga? Well, it means that my lyrics make you want to think and go towards education. Yeah. The backpack rappers of the nineties had a responsibility. We were funneling people into schools or at least education. A lot of people were picking up books, reading. So they were pushing us towards education, hence backpack. It's beautiful. Hip hop will explain itself. Backpack rappers. Well, they had to quickly erase that shit, didn't they? And then you got the street niggas saying, "Fuck you, backpack niggas." You know what I'm saying? The backpack, even me, I'm I'm telling you how I felt. I'm not telling you about some other outside force, and it and it continues to play out today. Yeah, the backpack are the outcasts. Shut them backpack square ass niggas up. Why? Because we can read. We're the backpackers because books go in backpacks. You niggas are the drills. Yeah, you guys are the drill fucking music. Drill demonic devil. And that's what's so funny is that somebody like Boosie who makes demonic music feels that he can step up for the black community, right? He can step up for the black community knowing all the evil things that he's connected to and all the things that's negative. If our ancestors was watching us, right? If our ancestors got to sit back and watch us do our music, you're doing your songs and the ancestors that fought so hard to not die, to not kill. So white people didn't kill us and our ancestors just imagine if our ancestors could be brought back from the dead and, and they went to a Boosie show. Do you think they would walk out with smiles? you think that our ancestors who fought so hard about making sure that we love each other would walk out of a Boosie show? Listening to songs like Set It Off and all these fucking songs Boosie got. you think if our ancestors walked out of a Boosie show, how would their faces be? Oh my God. Did you hear it? Hold on. <laughs> has loans, has we been sleeps. Got this nigga in here talking like that. Are you crazy? That's wild. Niggas in there talking about how long they've been sleep. Nigga, that's crazy. It's insane. <sighs> but anyway, um... It, it it just it just befuddles me. Like I said, now take that same group, have that same group go watch a Kanye West show. You do it. Have that same group go watch a Kanye West show. Let them same ancestors that we brought back from the dead, let them go watch a Kanye West show. Jesus Walks and all these songs, you know, Kanye. Yeah. and you can tell because we don't like it. When he drops these songs that feel good and they vibrate on a high frequency, we'd be like, Oh my god, turn that shit off. I need it, it, it's it's vibrating too good, it feels too good, I need some demonic shit, ain't that funny, ain't that funny, yeah, so that's the test, so that's why I say it's not about right or wrong or what's happening, it's about why does Boosie feel that he can speak up for the black community, knowing what he talks about, you would think he would just be quiet, hey man, don't, I don't know, that's what I want street niggas to do, stop asking, if I was a street nigga, I say I wouldn't, I don't give a fuck with Kanye West, whereas I sell crack and I kill niggas, what the fuck are you talking about? Why would you ask me what I care about a Kanye West shirt knowing that I, my main goal in life is to have sex and fuck bitches and sexually uh, confuse black young women who are impressionable by my rap status? Yeah, if I'm boosy, my job is to fuck young black women and fuck their life up and fuck their brain up and fuck their whole life up. If I'm not doing that, I need to put drugs in the community. If I'm not doing that, guns in the community keep beefs going, kill niggas, whack niggas, kill niggas, wear jewelry, perpetuate street gang shit. So if that's my business, why would you ask me if I, what I care about Kanye West, what is wearing a white lives matter show? All the people that I please are white. Yeah. How I conduct my daily business shows that white lives matter. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't you think I would be killing white people if they didn't? <laughs> don't you think? You see all these niggas I'd be killing? You see all these black women I fuck with? You don't really hear about me fucking with white people too much, do you? This is what I would say if I was boozy. I'm just saying, I'm just keeping it being. If I was Boosie and a nigga asked me what do you think about Kanye West's White Lives Matter shit? I said white lives do matter. Don't you see how I conduct my day-to-day business? Nigga, I kill black people. I sexually confuse black women. I perpetuate stereotypes that lead to other black people from my community listening to me and following me into the penitentiary into the graveyard. Everything I do is anti-black. You know who I don't fuck with? White people. I, I don't, nothing that I do affects the white community. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. So white lives do matter. Kanye has a goddamn point. That's not what it is. I don't know about it Kanye has a fucking point. And also, I really think Kanye West is just trying to see, is these real, are these the current black people that are out here today? You guys are really that affected by shirts like this? White lives matter? Black lives matter? Don't you, didn't you guys see that the black lives matter people took $89 million in funds? During COVID, nigga, ooh, ooh. During COVID, you stealing you? You gotta be a different type of low down dirty motherfucker to steal from a nigga during COVID, nigga. God damn, eighty nine dollars was eighty nine dollars. I'm sorry, eighty nine million dollars was taken from donors and used to buy mansions for the leaders of Black Lives Matter. They're crooked. That's another thing, Boosie. That's what you should have went to, black. So I hope that white lives matter is just as crooked as black lives matter. That's what I would have said, Boosie. Say something real. Nigga, stop going for the okey-doke, nigga. Stop being a stupid black-ass nigga with a high-top fade that the white folks want you to be all the time. That Vlad, nigga, not Vlad, he don't want you to be, but he expects you to be. Stop being a monkey, Boosie. Throw a curve on it sometimes, nigga. Hey, Boosie, what do you think about Kanye West wearing a White Lives Matter shirt? Hey, my nigga, I hope that White Lives Matter is just as crooked to white folks as Black Lives Matter was to black folks. That's what I would have said. Nigga, fuck you talking about, nigga? Fuck you talking about, nigga? Come asking me no shit. I'm a street nigga. Why are you asking me about things that don't concern me? It's like asking Boosie. Boosie, uh, China just discovered unlimited energy on the moon. Do you understand what the particles were that make up this new energy? It's like asking Boosie that, nigga, I don't know, nigga. And he don't know anything about the black community. And 99.9% of niggas that are on television don't know. That's why they're on television. If they knew what's going on with the black community, they're white masters who play them. They're white sponsorships. That's what I'll say. I'll stop saying white masters. Okay. We'll say sponsorship. That's the new word. Masters have transferred to sponsors because they're the new masters. If I sponsor you, I'm your master, right? So the new white sponsors make sure that the ones that they sponsor do not know what's going on in the black community. They think that police are the enemy. They think that we're still fighting racism. That's what they think. They think that we're still fighting racism. That doesn't mean that racism doesn't exist. Did you guys hear what I said? That they think that that's what our fight is. (laughs) Racism exists. Yeah, racism exists. That's not our fight. It's not our fight. No, no, no. Our ancestors beat that. That's why they're keeping us there. They're keeping us on a battle we already won. Can you imagine if white people were still trying to think, we got to win the battle of wounded knee? (laughs) No, we won that battle and we celebrated, nigga. That's like black folks. We already beat racism. That's why I'm sitting here with an American flag on, smoking weed, nigga. With my own show, drinking make sure if you guys want to know how to get to me oh hold up where is the where is it at everybody says how do we get to you guys Well, put put this up this should work let me see put your camera put your camera up to that put your camera up to that yes there you go now turn your camera on click it there you go click it way to follow directions people nicely that's me That's all my content right there. There's there's no reason why you shouldn't be tapped in and tuned into everything that I got going. All right, that was a quick commercial for myself. But yeah, man, leave Kanye West the fuck alone. He's a creative man and you can't control him. That's why I love him. You can't control him. He can do what he wanna do. Worried about you, nappy headed niggas. You niggas don't even. If you had, if you guys had any idea. If you guys had any idea about what's really going on, I wouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. I'd be in a more productive manner. i just fuck around and play like this because I see you niggas really have no idea, huh? You're waiting to try to prove who's blacker. I got a black girl. He don't. I'm blacker. I live in a black hood. I'm blacker. I'm more down. I'm cooler. I got the bigger chains. I got the... You guys are still going after that shit. You don't understand that Elon Musk is... You don't understand that Jeff Bezos is... You don't understand that these motherfuckers out here, this, these people, come on, man. It's time to wake up, people. It's time to get out of the monkey, the monkey mind frame of performing and wanting applause from sponsors. I already told you who the sponsors were. We got to get out of that, guys. Wanting these applause and these adulations and these <laughs> these pets on the back from sponsors. Everybody's looking for a sponsor. You can see when Bootsy talks on Bootsy, why don't you have your own outlet? You use Vlad. Black people just want to be the creative. I think I heard somebody say that. I just want to create. I don't want to do the legwork and all of that. That's how they keep getting us. That's how they get us every single time. You don't want to do the legwork. You just want to sit on Vlad's couch and just sit there, smoke weed and spot out street shit and try to come on, Bootsy. And like I said, no, no disrespect. If that's what you do, Bootsy, but can you please stay out of black shit, my nigga? Say, I don't know, nigga. I don't give a fuck about that. Make them have to ask somebody that's gonna give an answer that <laughs> is worth something. Yeah, don't ask me no shit like that, nigga. There's a nigga go You seen the uh We Got Content or the North Star Podcast, go ask that nigga Simba what he thinks about Kanye West wearing the white lives matter. Go ask him. Don't ask me no shit like that. You should ask Boosie about naked bitches, drugs, crime, um, perpetuating, killing other black men violently settling disputes with black men violently, you know, these are the things that ask me about that. How do I fuck a nigga up? How do I get a nigga locked up by my raps? How do I make more songs that if my community really likes it and I'm, my community listens to my rap songs, they'll start to put a mind frame in my people that will um, that will detract from them taking the necessary steps The steps necessary to be positive, productive members of our community. That's what Boosie does, man. So come on, man. Stay in your lane is what I'm saying. Everybody just stay in their fucking lane. Why is everybody lane lane jumping? Why are gangsters and criminals and killers giving their take on issues of the community? Nobody's going to say, hey, if you guys cared so much, why do you do what you do? That's how you know it's fucked up, because the reporter, whoever's asking the question, whoever's putting a microphone in front of Boosie's face or whoever's face, they don't say, hey, man, if you really cared, why is it that you make the music and you do the things that you do on a regular basis? Maybe I shouldn't ask you. As a matter of fact, let's get this interview over. I don't think I should be asking you. That's how you know it's fucked up, because they're asking Boosie. That's how you know. They're asking Boosie. They're asking the black people. They already know the answer when they ask them. As they're getting the film ready to say, all right, we just called a black person, whoever he is, this is a rapper, this is an actor, whoever this black guy is, entertainer. We already know he's gonna give the I'm mad and oh I'm mad at Kanye West. Did you see how quick uh Puffy switched up? That's why I was I love Kanye West, man. I told that nigga eat a dick. Yeah, on the Breakfast Club when Puffy was high off whatever Puffy was high off. Puffy was high off, whatever the fuck Puffy was high off. And, he's in, and, and we're talking about you ass-raping artists like Craig Mack, like Biggie Smalls. Did you have something to do with Biggie Smalls getting killed, Puffy? Before you, Puffy, tell us what you think about Kanye West's White Lives Matter shirt. Hey, the guy Zip that paid for Biggie to get killed or paid for Tupac to... Something. You had something to do with something, nigga. Your mom was dating Zip. Nigga, let's ask these questions. Fuck the Black Lives Matter. Let's find this trail of evil that's moving around hip-hop. I can just see it. Let's ask the real fuck Kanye West's White Lives Matter shirts. White lives matter. They do. They do matter. As much as you guys want to act like white lives don't matter, let some white people get fucked with by another race, okay? That's, that's, That's what I'm talking about. Let some white people be fucked with by another race and watch how they come together on your motherfucking ass. We don't do that. Nah, we don't do that. Nah, we don't. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, we don't fuck. We don't, we don't fuck around with anybody else. We like to fuck with our own black people. We're hurt our own black people. So go through the white communities, go through the suburbs, suburbs, even go through the trailer park. Shit. Even if you go in the trailer parks, it ain't a niggas out there selling dope and shooting and killing at each other. They're just poor. You know what I'm talking about? It's just poor. Yeah, we're poor. We ain't got the, we ain't got the amenities, but we're not. You know what I'm talking about? It's us. It's us. And now when I say it's us, not just black people, it's us, a certain section of black people that have no skills and have an evil demonic spirit. Those are the ones that are being pushed to the forefront of everything. Find a black person with a, a demonic energy. He, he's already evil inside and he doesn't really have too many skills. You can even hear from the rap. These aren't these rappers. They're not coming off with lyrics that are like, "Oh my God, that was so wonderfully crafted." No, they're they're stupid. They're mumbled. They're put together. They're chopped. They're not even rapping whole 16s. They're actually rapping like two bar verses, stopping, punching, two bar verses, stop and punching. These are the most non-no talent having people. That's in hip hop. You don't see the ultra talented. So. That's why I say they're willing to do anything. They're not in a position. When you have somebody that's talented like me, I come in I have a lot of expectations. Kanye West, crazy nigga, a lot of expectations. You know what I mean? When you have people that are talented, we come with expectations. And we come with, and also the talent comes, I, th- I almost want to say that our talent must be connected to our ancestors. It feels like when you see somebody that's ultra talented, usually they have some kind of connection to their people. And 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 they, and the and the industry breaks it every way they can. Stop caring about your people so much. Stop caring about your people. <laughs> they try to bash that into the head. Stop. Just be a star. You're too big for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. It's funny. Ah yeah, so yeah, fuck that. I'm getting me a one. I'm getting me a fucking white lives matter shirt. They do matter. White lives do matter over everybody else's. You other niggas, you ever seen nigga? Please shot him 20 times. Damn that nigga lucky. <laughs> Drake's even saying, that That nigga Drake said shot him 20 times, damn that nigga Lucky, it's getting out of control, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, everybody wants them fucking Jeffrey Dahmer glasses, don't they, everybody want them Jeffrey Dahmers, yeah, everybody want them glasses, don't nobody want that broomstick that was shoved up his ass, huh, yeah, all you niggas, and see, that's what I'm saying, but doesn't that play out to what it is, like, we're such a demonic people. Look how many rappers are just killing and want these fucking Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Not even though we know that this white dude was eating, gnawing on the fucking bones of niggas. We still want the glasses. Why? Why do you drill niggas and you drill rappers want these fucking Jeffrey Dahmer glasses so bad? Because that's the spirit we got of evil. We want to, we smoking on their ashes too, nigga. We hate niggas too. Wow. I hope all you niggas get the broomstick that Jeffrey Dahmer got up his ass sideways. The one that got stuck sideways up his ass. Fuck you talking about? Jeffrey Dahmer. I want the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Yeah, get the broomstick that was stuck sideways up his ass too. You son of a bitches. God, we're so evil. We're such an evil people, man. It's so hard to get God involved in anything that we do. You can actually see it. You know what I mean? If you look at your history, look at your own family lineage. You can see where the ball got dropped. Like I said, my grandfather worked in a steel mill. But then everybody or too many that came after my grandfather, you know what I mean, went to the streets. When I look up at a lot of my aunts, they got captivated and wooed by the fun and the You can do anything in the streets. And what they did is actually the streets represented freedom because the streets have always been there, but it was that generation that was like, oh, we really can do whatever we want in the streets. You know what I mean? But that's where your family lineage dropped the ball. If you want to say, where did my family fuck up? I guarantee you can find from your grandfather, your great-great-grandfather, your grandmother, great-great-grandmother, they worked, they bought homes, they bought land. They had a mission. <clears throat> that mission might've moved them from down South to the Midwest. It might've moved them from the Midwest to the East coast, East coast to the West coast, but it was all about ambition. And when they got there, they got home ownership, right? Everybody has this family. Now some people's, some people's, um, legacy gets fucked up in different spots. You know what I mean? Some, some of your families did good in like the early 1900s and then they got to prohibition or liquor or something and they dropped the ball. But You can always see it's the family member that decided to go into the streets. That's the ones that changed the legacy. And it's the ones that were concerned about working hard, buying property, owning land, making sure that the next generation had some kind of springboard to jump off. Any family member that was thinking like that, that lets you know, oh, our family, we did have some of those. And then you just get those uncles and you get those dads, you get those aunties You just get those family members that started, like I said, my generation, my family, it's the crack. That's where we got knocked off. We got knocked off when crack came in. All the black men that came from my, all the black people that came from my grandfather's lineage, they had expectations. My grandfather busted his ass and did what he was supposed to do. Now, you guys are supposed to build. You guys are supposed to come together, work hard, buy property at a higher rate, right? Because my grandfather didn't have the access to buy property like his daughters and his sons did. You you see what I'm saying? It was a little harder for my grandfather to buy property, but you guys, it's easier. If you guys want to come together, have an account, start a trust, start a business, you can. And you can go out here and acquire and buy property. And you guys can start to pass assets to the next generation. You can make sure that your kids go to school, that they don't go into the streets. Make sure that they become lawyers. They become doctors. They become engineers, plumbers, they become electricians. They become welders. See what I'm saying? They go to the military. We're all trying to do something so that next generation can take the plan and thus again move it forward. That's the goal. That was always been the goal for Black people. It was never to sit on. And, What's up, blood? Mm. Sit on the air. What's up, cuz? What's up, blood? That was never the goal. That's not the goal. Sitting on a corner, nigga. Playing basketball. That's why you look at other cultures. It's only when they come to America. And I'm telling you from firsthand experience. Because I got African partners. Their parents do not want them to take up entertainment in any way when they come to America. It's only recently that the elders are kind of starting to hear When you see like an African, he says, I want to play in the NBA. No, you're not going to take a basketball and run up and down. How are you going to... You'll probably be the only one in our family that can play basketball. Why would we depend everything on you? Why would you not go learn a valuable skill that you can teach to your nephew? You can teach to your niece. You can teach to other family members so they can now be useful and go out. Basketball, what the fuck is that going to do? Yeah, that's why it it took a long time for the... Players overseas getting into the NBA because their parents, see, our parents, to go, go get mama the house. Go get mama the house. Go break your neck. Go fuck go do everything. Go get mama to go. Get it. God. Get us out this pole situation. We pole, baby. Run with the football. You can sing, go sing for the white man. Just sing as you best as you could for the white man so we can get some some, 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 some chip. Yeah, that's us. That's not how the world thinks. The world is like, don't you play basketball, motherfucker. Don't go singing. Don't go doing none of that fucking shit. You're going to get your ass raped and you're going to end up broke. We want, we're looking as far as fortifying and fortitude, motherfucker. We're talking about, what's it called? Lateral, what's the word? Lateral, is it? Lateral, lateral growth. The fuck are you doing? You can play basketball after you get off of your work, motherfucker. You can rap when you get off work. You can do a football. You can play that outside, nigga. We need you to have valuable skills, you small little fucker. This is a village. Fuck, are you gonna do playing football? What does that do to the village? See, that's village mindset. We need plumbers, contract, you know, constructions, bakers. We need people that can f- contribute as metal smiths, blacksmiths. We need people that can contribute. I wanna play basketball for this white guy over there that's invested in the dismoralization of my community and the dismantlement of the economic fibers of my community. I wanna go play for him. Get some pats on the head. No, that's what the community, no, motherfucker, pick up a book and go learn a fucking skill, nigga. Fuck is you talk about, nigga? Oh my God. So yeah, don't fucking, if you look, you don't have to look far. That's what the the segment on this was. If you wanna, who fucked up my family? It's easy, just look up and see who the street niggas is, that's easy. Yeah, your uncle, was he a street nigga? Was your dad a street nigga? Was your mom out here fucking, fucking, fucking and living off welfare? Fucking, fucking, fucking and living off welfare? Was your uncle a pimp? Was your cousin's crips and bloods? If not, then you're probably doing good, okay? I'm keeping the bean with you. <laughs> if you're like, no, nigga, I ain't got nothing, then you're probably doing all right. You're probably doing good. You need to be happy for what you got. Yeah, you probably doing real good. If, if your dad's not in the streets, your mom's not in the streets, and then your grandpa's not in the streets, and your aunts ain't in the streets, and your uncle's ain't in the streets, they're all working jobs, and they're all... Moving towards something, then you're probably all right. You're pro- your family ain't far, nigga. You need to make a move. <laughs> you need to stop. Yeah, you need to look in the mirror. Okay, I need to be the one to make a move, nigga. You slowing up shit, motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You can only wonder until you wonder if it's you, nigga. Yeah. If you looking around like, motherfucker, nigga, everybody's doing good. What are you doing, nigga? You're the one slowing up, nigga. Sitting on the computer watching this nigga symbol on the motherfucking We Got Content podcast, nigga. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for walking with us. What else is going on out there, man? Oh, Tom, Tom and Giselle. Oh no, Tom and Giselle getting divorced. I hate talking about people's personal shit. You know, Tom Brady and Giselle getting divorced. Ah, uh, that's fucked up, man. But you kind of knew it was happening when he came back that um, when he came back to play that one more year, right? We kind of knew that was going to be happening. Like, come on, she gave up her fucking uh, modeling career for you, Tom. Right? She gave up her modeling career time for you. She said this was it. Oh man, that nigga chose football over his over his family, huh? That's just crazy. I don't think he will though. I think if Tom Tom should this is it. So not for real, babe. I'm serious. Sometimes you gotta do that with wifey. I do that with my wife all the time. Babe, no serious. This I'm serious. This is this is it. This is the the last one. And but you gotta make that the last one though, Tom. Like this year, there's no reason for you to come back. You ain't that it come on, my nigga. It ain't even that fun watching you no more. You know what I'm saying? It's not the fun. This should be it. Tell her, look over to to Giselle, Tom. Tom Brady is also, he listens to the We Got Content podcast. Look over at Giselle and say, Giselle, this is it. I swear, this is it. After this year, I'm done. Don't come back, Tom. Pick your family. Uh, what else is going on, D-D-D-D? Is Lizzo making obesity acceptable amongst black women? Of course she is. Oh, Lizzo, bring your big ass over here. Yeah, Lizzo, bring your big ass over here. Yeah, Lizzo. Ain't that a bitch? And amongst black women, too, got this big old fucking dumbo, big old... Jabba the Hutt chick running around here, man. Big belly chicken. Ain't nothing wrong with big girls. Nigga, BBW. Just don't forget the second B. That's the part, the beautiful part. Beautiful. You're not beautiful when you do that, Lizzo. You're not beautiful when you do that. The holes aren't beautiful when they do it. It's just sexy. See, that's the thing that you guys are missing. You big bitches keep doing stuff saying, well, the skinny bitches do it. Yeah, but they're sexy when they do it. We're not saying it's right. We're not saying that when scantily dressed, skinny women are out there twerking, we're not saying, oh, that's okay. That's right for... No, that's just as fucked up. It's just sexually arousing to us. That's it. When you do it, when you bring your big ass into a Laker game and start rubbing your ass crack all on the soda pops, it's not sexually attractive to us is what we're fucking saying. That's it. It makes us feel like... And there's like six guys in the audience who have a fetish for big, big, big bitches like that. There's like 26 guys. And we don't think that the rest of the stadium, rest of the restaurant, rest of the pool, rest of the wherever should be fucking relegated to watching you big obese bitches be just nasty for the two guys who are in here for for the fetish. Like, no, come on. Damn. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. There's no way around it. You can't jump around it. To be that big, 350 pounds. Now, you can be 350 pounds and say, fuck it. I'm 350 pounds. I don't give a fuck. And if this is how I go, this is how I go. But you cannot pretend it's healthy. You can't pretend it's sexy. There's certain rooms you just got to stay out of if you choose not to, you know what I mean? And that's fine. I'm not in, the, I can't wear that. That's why I'm eating this Philly cheesesteak. I'm scarfing this Philly cheesesteak down and there's a motherfucker who's not eating the Philly cheesesteak. He's running and he's drinking water and he's doing everything that he can because he wants to stay in the, I can wear that club. She wants to stay in the, I can wear that club. I've chosen to relinquish my car because I shovel these fucking Philly cheesesteaks and these pizzas and this ice cream at 12 o'clock at night. And that's fine, it feels good. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That when you heard somebody say you can't have your cake and eat it too, that was for fat bitches. Yes, you can't have your cake and eat it too, is a saying that came along for fat bitches. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't. You can't be sexy and talk about oh I'm on no and then eat cake. You gotta give up the cake and then you can be sexy. Get out of here and run, then be sexy, get in good health, then be sexy. Okay? So, yeah, and why is that shit pussed just to the sisters, too? They know that ain't no white women listening to fucking Lizzo. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about no white women really listen to Lizzo. It's the black women that listen to this broad. And God, all and every time I turn around, I see these bitches with thick necks. Not, I'm talking about on a daily basis. When I go into the black communities, I don't see the Instagram models. No, they stay out in Calabasas and they stay out and they exercise. Every time you see a pretty bitch on Instagram, Look through her page. Scroll through her page. You'll see her in the gym. You'll see her drinking some water. You'll see her doing something. Walking, stepping, something. And what you won't see is a bunch of her sitting eating and always eating. The fuck you talking about, man. Damn, you thinking just anything? It's weird. Da, what else is going on in the world today? Draymond punches Jordan Poole. God damn, Draymond hit that nigga with a say it with me, guys. Mecca. Lekka like Heiny, Ho. hoe. Goddamn right. Goddamn, Draymond. I wonder what Jordan said to that nigga, man. Because Draymond seemed cool. It was kind of just talking shit. You know, I ain't fuck you, fuck you, you bitch-ass nigga. You need to go harder to the rack, pool. Stop pulling up that broke-ass jumper, nigga. What? Fuck you, nigga. My jumper ain't broke, nigga. You broke, nigga. I'm broke, nigga. Draymond, me? Draymond Green broke, nigga? Your daddy was broke, nigga. His dick must have been broke. He must have had semen skeeting out the side. Because all of your fucking good genetics ain't in you, nigga. So now they going back and forth like that. Then that nigga must've came back with some heat. Nah, he skied it on your mom's face. Whoa! That nigga Draymond said, "What you say about my mama, nigga?" Yeah, nigga, he's, nigga, my dad it off on your mom's face, nigga. All the shit, nigga, on your mom, nigga. Oh shit! Now Draymond's small, nah. And you gotta pee. See, you can tell the niggas that ain't never been in them situations. You gotta pick up when the wolves is out, baby. There's, no, there's a time for pushing. There's a time for pushing. There's a time for fuck you. And there's a time for, hey, nigga, one more step and I'm swinging. It's, it's on. We've already crossed the line. We, we've already passed the line of no return. Anything happened now for me and you is physical, my G. Now I see you walking over towards me. It's got to be physical. He was supposed to tee off on Draymond. He was supposed to tee off right on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to tee off on that nigga. Why is my shit stopping, man? We'll keep it. So that's the visual. I don't know what happened. Oh, no, I think it's because I only got a certain amount of uh, memory on that. Is this still going, though? Yeah, that's still jump, jump, jumping and going. We're good there. All right, uh, let's just keep rocking and rolling here. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, yeah, Jordan Poole should have fucking took off on that nigga, should have punched him in his motherfucking face, nigga, what you walking up on me for, bro, like that, my nigga, what's wrong with you, G, but nah, he pushed him instead, <laughs> what you pushing a big black nigga from Michigan, nigga, what you pushing a big black nigga like that for, nigga, you don't push dark-skinned niggas, dark-skinned niggas, you don't push, no, nigga, you just getting, getting to fighting stance, nigga, it's on, I learned that, I did that when I went to Sanford, I pushed the... A nigga named Chris, and he punched me in my motherfucking eye. And nigga, almost, nigga, almost knocked my eye out the socket. Nigga, Chicago, nigga. The braid stopped like right in the top of his head. Nigga had cornrows that stopped right in the middle of the back of his head. His name was Chris. Chris Williams. Punched me in my motherfucking eye. Nigga, playing around. Yeah, you can't play around with dark-skinned niggas. Nigga, it's on, it's on, or we friends. There is no middle ground. When Draymond came marching his ass over towards you, and you're going to push him. And then I knew from when Jordan Poole pushed him how Jordan, how Poole went flying back. I was like, ah, oh, this isn't good. The alpha male has just been identified. <laughs> the alpha male has just been a motherfucking identified. It's him. It's not him. It's not Jordan Poole. It's fucking Draymond. And Draymond <laughs> walked over to him and folded his ass, nigga, with that mecca like a honey hole, Nigga, overhand UFC right, nigga, right to your motherfucking cerebellum. Yeah, nigga, fuck wrong with you, man. You tripping out here, my G. Tripping. Big tripping. Big tripping. Let me make sure I put this in here just so I got it. This is bothering me, man. This shit is hard, man. I'm telling you guys, to try to run all the things that I do, to like do the visuals and shit, it just gets hard. It gets difficult. Can I get another one going, bitch? Operation stopped. Oh, it's not letting me. Oh, I think I got the me- It is the memory. It's the memory. I'm going to clear out some shit. It's all good. I got some good content for the show, though. I'll put that up on the We Got Content. But anyway, let's keep it moving. 50 Cent. What is going on with 50 Cent? 50. F-I-F-T-Y. 50. Mm-mm. That nigga's taking over television, ain't he? Yeah, that nigga is taking over motherfucking television, man. The fucking power of the book. Is it the Book of Power? Canaan? The story of Canaan? That shit is great. That shit is motherfucking great. I do think that 50 at some point is going to have to show the uh, transition. 50 Cent's gonna have to show the transition of this kid, this sweet little kid that we've grown to love, to the murdering psychopath who would kill his own son. Like, 50, you you, you gotta, I need that transition, my G. You know what I'm saying? I need that transition because right now he's a soft little kid. He just got robbed. He just got his pack took. He did show up, he went and got the blicky from, you know, when he got the blicky from Homegirl's mom. And uh, him and uh, Famous ran up and, yeah, me. But I still don't look in his face. You might need another actor. You might need another actor, 50. This is your boy Simba Ali. You know what when it comes to this film shit, I see it the same way that you do, my G. I swear to God. My cinematic expertise should really be used. Anyway, what I'm saying, 50, is you might need a new actor. You might need to wrap it up with this dude. I don't think that he can show it in the face. It's all in the face, 50. How you look. I know inside you, you think you a bad motherfucker. But for us... When we look at you, we get scared. Okay? When we look at you, 50, we see the last person that we think we're going to see before we die. That's what it looks like. When I look at 50 Cent, I'm like, man, this is what it must be like when the last nigga, nigga, is evil. 50? So you really... And I know he tries to talk like he tries to do the... he tries to do the talk like you. And he did a great job showing you for that age bracket. But I think for this next, it's going to have to be a dude that looks evil. Like my nigga... um. I would use the nigga that played the Mike Tyson movie, 50. Who is that nigga? The nigga that played in this Hulu Mike, the Hulu Mike Tyson movie. That nigga got the look. He he can look. He has the look, fam. He has the look. Fifth, that's who needs to be you in this next thing. It needs to be him. I just solved the problem. Now, 50, if you do this and you don't bring me in as some kind of consultant, me and you are going to have problems. You already took my SK vitamin water. Okay, he took the SK symbol, vitamin water, and use it. It's okay. But come on, my nigga. So yeah, wrap it up with Homeboy, and then start one more. So it should be that. So now that gives us the whole chronological order of who Kanan is. We got Kanan from a little kid with his mother. And then we need a, a new version with the guy from uh, the Hulu, Mike Tyson, the guy who played uh, Mike Tyson in the Hulu film. This one that just came out. We need him to play 50 Cent. And then that links us up to when we seen him in Power. That's how it's got to work, man. You got to sell it visually, 50. It's visual. It's a visual thing. I'm not buying it from him. I bought that that could be. you know. I'm, I'm buying the story, but I need something to really get me to connect from the sweet little kid. Even him shooting Omar Epps didn't do it. He shot Omar Epps. All the gangster uh, attempts that he's trying to do, it's not selling. He's still a sweet little kid that's just kind of lost and doesn't know what's going on. He's not a He's not a motherfucking Viking black general. You know what I mean? He's not that. This look. He doesn't have this look. You got to get that look. But anyway. What else? What else? What else? All these people talking all this stuff about me. Why don't they just let me live? Whack 100 said that 21 Savages a fucking informant. Wack 100, that's why we love Whack over here, man, we fucks with Whack 100, Whack, we fucks with you over here, nigga, straight up, my nigga, you know, I crack the little jokes, nigga, like I said, nigga, if, you, if I ever get caught like that, nigga, jokes is jokes, but anyway, Whack said some real shit that didn't seem too funny, nigga said 21 Savage is the reason why fucking Young Thug is in jail, nigga, hold on, nigga, that nigga Whack will jump out the window, won't he, nigga, Whack will jump out the window, I don't know why you would go over there fucking with Whack, nigga whack reminds me of that nigga mouse that's who whack 100 reminds me of whack 100 reminds me of the nigga mouse nigga you ain't never seen the nigga mouse in the movie uh devil what is it with denzel washington devil in the blue dress yeah denzel had a friend his name was mouse and mouse always liked to shoot and kill motherfuckers that's what mouse do mouse shoots and kills people and denzel had a nigga They was all friends with him. But I guess this nigga had ended up killing one of the broads that they all was friends with, right? Dupree. So, uh, Denzel told him. He was like, why? He was like, why are we kidnapping, homie? He was like, ain't we all friends? He was like, man, he killed Dupree's girl. And then Mouse was like, no, no. And then Denzel was like, yeah. And then Mouse started busting at him in the car, nigga. Denzel was like, oh, nigga. That nigga Mouse turned around like, bow. He tried. He almost shot Denzel. He was like, Mouse, Mouse. Now? The man's willing to give us $100,000 for this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, to make a long story longer, um, Denzel had to leave. And he left the nigga that Mouse was shooting at in the car. He left him with Mouse. And Mouse was like, hey, man, I'm just going to kill this motherfucker and come here and help you. <laughs> and Denzel looked at Mouse and said, Mouse, Mouse, don't kill him. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. So anyway... At the end of the shit, Denzel gets in a gun. Baba ba. Denzel gets in a gun battle. Bye, 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 Right? And then he comes back and he's like, Mouse, where's Dupree? And Mouse looked at him and said, Well, Easy, you said you didn't want me to shoot him, so I didn't. I, I just choked him. <laughs> and, and and this is a real friend. This was one of Denzel Washington's true friends in the movie. Like he was like, and then Denzel got mad, like, fuck, Mouse. And then Mouse just looked at him and said, Hey, Easy. If you ain't want him dead, why are you leaving with me? That's Whack 100. Don't go your ass in the clubhouse fucking with Whack if you don't want the nigga, the worst shit you could possibly think of, nigga, to happen to you. Don't go fucking with Whack, nigga. If you don't know who he is by now, meaning what he did before he got famous, who Whack was in the streets of Pacoima in California. On Pyru, like that nigga say. That nigga be that nigga. On Pyru. If you don't know what the fuck whack is, stop fucking with that nigga. I'm getting stop fucking with that nigga. He don't give a fuck about none of this shit, nigga. None of this shit. It's all jokes, nigga. It's all funny from where he comes from. There's nothing that could happen in this internet world that nothing that you could go through fucking around with that nigga over there. Okay, insane in the membrane. Leave whack alone, nigga. That's it. There is no, there is no compromise. There is no. Oh, I thought. No, you didn't. Obviously, you didn't think, cause it all a little took a little bit of thought. Leave that nigga. He's erratic, and all this shit can go up. Wax that nigga. That. If you're playing risk, nigga, and you're about to beat him, he'll hit the board and knock the whole board up. So don't do stupid shit with that nigga. Let's play the game. Let's just let Wack do his thing. Why we don't fuck with Wack, you know he's going to hit the whole board up. Yeah, nigga, so he called 21 Savage a snitch. Nigga said that nigga was the reason for the YSL Rico case against Young Thug, nigga. Said that nigga was snitching because he got caught with a gun case and didn't want to leave America. That's what Wack said. Wack, I would differ, though. I would beg to differ, Wack. This is your this is your anger anger consultant, Simba Ali. We got content podcast. Let's talk. Whack, I don't think that 21 is a savage. I think I don't think that 21 yeah, savage. I don't think that 21 savage is uh informant. I think that he's more valuable to the prison industrial system as a musician than he would ever be shipping him overseas. See, Wack, let's talk, Wack me. Let's let the clubhouse guys, all the little foot soldiers, tell them to go outside, grown folks is talking. Remember in of society when he looked at his nigga? Take your ass inside. Grown folks is talking. All you clubhouse niggas, go inside. Me and Whack is talking. Wack, you know damn well that there's a level like this and there's a level above that. There's a level above that. And that's what I'm talking about. They're talking. Fam, why are we going to send... <laughs> so you're going to deport 21 Savage? Do you know that for every time 21 Savage drops a lyric, one black man goes to prison trying to live like him, listening to his music, something... We get one person to fill a prison bed, prison meal, we get another person to make a license plate every time 21 Savage drops his music. So he's more useful here perpetuating criminality on music than it would be to lock him up or to ship him overseas and to stop that. That's why Kodak Black, that's why NBA Youngboy, you guys don't get it, do you? You think these Come on. So you mean my generation was all running around because we was power to the people and Nelson Mandela and black people, they was chasing Ice Cube. You support Farrakhan, don't you? Don't you? You said you like Farrakhan. Did you see how Ice Cube's like that? Damn. You see how our rappers grew up, nigga? You, you, I heard you. You're anti-Semitic. They all like, whoa. But you'll just let me talk about shooting black babies, shooting black women, fucking black. You'll let me talk about the most evilest shit in my community. And that same group doesn't come with a microphone and say, wait, you're talking about killing. You're talking about murdering. As a matter of fact, to the contrary, they're getting bigger deals. They're giving big deals to the most demonic rappers. Are you a demonic rapper with a large following? They're giving deals. They're not blackballing you. That's what's funny, how the blackball machine works. You would think blackball would be like, we're blackballing the people who are talking about murdering innocent people. No, we're opening the doors for them. Well, who are we blackballing? Simba Lee. Why? Because he said, fuck George Floyd, that he was a junkie and he didn't. Okay, <laughs> that's who we're blackballing? Yes, we're blackballing him and we're going to try to do it to Kanye West. Why? Because he wore a White Lives Matter shirt. Okay, but this guy has an album called Nigga. Murder the ops, kill the ops, and follow the ops, spin the block, and kill the ops. Yeah, 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 that, that's fine, that's fine. No, that's not fine, but I get it. I do get it. It's not fine, but I get it. Oh, uh, yeah, that nigga, Wack 100, leave that nigga alone, man. Stop fucking with Wack 100, nigga, before you get your ass. Yeah, leave that nigga alone, 21. You already got caught up in this shit last time with Tekashi69, 21. I thought you learned that nigga. Stop fucking with this erratic ass West Coast blood, nigga. Gang banging ass, nigga. Nigga's erratic, nigga. You give a fuck about no nothing. He don't care about you rappers, nigga. You got to be... Rappers think everybody cares about him. That's what I was talking about the last episode. Who was I talking about when I was like, nigga? Do you, think it was Big U. And y'all, Nipsey, you don't give a fuck, nigga. How about that, Nigga's a little nigga. He's a little bitty nigga. nigga. We're monsters where we're from. You keep, you guys keep bringing up these kids who are in the bed that we scare. <laughs> Timmy in the bed, nigga. We're monsters under the bed. That's what I'm saying. Whack is a monster under the bed in the closet, nigga. You keep talking about these stuffed animals that are in the closet with him. He's not worried about them, nigga. They're just sitting there, nigga. They're not going to come out and kill and scare anybody at night. So stop. Big U, Whack 100, monsters in the bed and in the closet. Stop bringing up Nipsey Hustle. Stop bringing up 21 Savage. Them niggas is just the fucking... Them niggas is just the uh, stuffed animals that happen to be under the bed and in the closet with the monsters. So stuff. Oh, how could you do that to Nipsey? Nigga, please. Nigga, come on now. Come on now, nigga. Out of the niggas that go up on my wall of fame, Nipsey's not one of them, nigga, for what I do. You know what I'm saying? For what I do, where I come from, nah, fam. Rap ain't that nigga. Shit's deeper than rap, baby. Uh, What else is going on? FBI follows Aretha Franklin around. Damn, what is going on with that, Aretha? Yeah, FBI was following her around. You know, they were following her probably closer than she even knew. You guys don't understand how things get done, do you? Oh, that was good. Um, The Crips. The gang known as the Crips was the most powerful organization. You think that the Bloods just somehow arose? You're an idiot. You're stupid. And anybody that says that, you can tell that they're ignorant. Any person from the West Coast that goes along with the fact that the bloods just got started and we just couldn't, no, no. Now, there's people that probably will never reveal their source, but I guarantee you, me, if I was a agency known as the FBI who was involved in counterintelligence and I just dismantled the Black Panthers with counterintelligence, CoinTel Pro, infiltration. I just dismantled one of the most powerful groups to come from California. Now, these people that we just disrupted are the parents and the OGs of what will come to be Crips and Bloods. Are you guys following me? So I'm the FBI. I just dismantled Not only the um, Black Panthers, but I've infiltrated and dismantled every Black organization that has come. The Nation of Islam, we got Malcolm X out of there, replaced him with a more person we can work with, okay? The Crips originated on their own, just like the Nation of Islam originated organically on its own once it became powerful and once it became international. We have to infiltrate it. We cannot have a group of black people that are running around connected by anything. As far as uh, political ideology, as far as uh, uh, ethnicity, we do not want large groups of black Americans binding over one flag. That's dangerous in this country. So we infiltrated the nation of Islam. We got their most charismatic, powerful leader assassinated, split that up into factions, right? Malcolm's people went over there, which were most, and most of Malcolm X's people that was with the, I think it was the UNIA, they were the ones who really wanted to continue the fight and do the work. And then you had the people who were the business and more into the, they went the other way, the nation of Islam, right? So when you see Crips, when you understand how Crips were formed, there was no blood. Everybody was a crip in California. It was the thing to be. Everyone was a crip. So if I'm the FBI, and now this group that is not only um, solidifying getting power in on the streets, but they're also doing it in the prison system. In the prison system where a lot of things happen, the Aryans and the Mexicans are starting to feel pressure because all these black boys are coming in here muscled up and they're all under one banner, Crip. They're all united under this Crip thing, and that's what we're seeing on the streets, all these big muscle-bound dudes that are actually the front lines of our soldiers. If you look at who was supposed to fight our fight, when you look at the Bloods and the Crips, the big U's, and all those people with the big muscles of the early 90s and the early 80s, even the late 70s, those are our Those are actually sons of the sharecroppers that came from down south. If you look at a lot of the gang members, ask every gang member in California that's considered an OG or a triple OG, double OG, right? Came up in the 70s and the 80s and the the early 90s. They'll tell you that their parents came from Texas. Oh, my parents came from Mississippi. My parents came from Arkansas. Yeah, my mom and dad, they came from Louisiana. Yeah, my mom and dad came from Atlanta. They all come from down south. Those are the strong, masculine men that were supposed to apply pressure, that were supposed to take over what we needed to take over physically, right? There has to be a battle. We're going to have to do some fighting against us and the Mexicans. We're going to have to do some fighting against us and the white people. It's just going to have to happen. And so those were our soldiers. Those were supposed to be the frontline soldiers. They were supposed to go into the prison and just totally eradicate anything that wasn't with us we dominate. There's more of us in here than you. And also in the black communities, we dominate and we fortify. There is no Asians or there is no Ku Klux Klan guys coming in anymore because our front line is full with these Tookie William, Big U, Whack 100 kind of characters who are just willing to rip a threat apart with their bare hands. Do you understand? And now we can even start to forcefully approach you can start to use this we can take over neighborhoods now there was nobody during that time one big U could literally take on probably about what five mexicans for at least four or five mexicans it takes about four or five mexicans on a head-up fight no weapons just a head up fight to beat a big U to beat a whack 100 it takes too many of them to asians to beat one of us so Like I said, those early gang members of the 80s and the 90s, they were supposed to be our soldiers. But what they ended up doing was factioning off. And like I said, so we're going back to the Crips. On the Crips, so you got to understand if I'm the FBI, I see all Crips. I don't see blood yet. See the Latins, they got their thing going. I see the whites, Aryans, and they got their thing going. And then there's this Crip thing. All these young African-American brothers, these young black Americans are coming in and they got these blue rags in their pockets. You think that somebody's not going to go back to the think tank and say, let's get one of our um, operatives. Yeah, one of our black operatives. Guy, come fresh out the military, fresh out the CIA, whatever. We know how our black, we've seen the movie, what's the uh, movie? Judas. Uh, the, Judas to the Messiah. They're going to find a black guy. And that was just an accident. They don't trust them. They don't go get guys who have criminals and parking tickets. No, no, no. We want our black guy who kills people in the military. He's already killed people and did crazy missions for us. In Vietnam, he did crazy missions for us in Korea. Bring him over. Cut his hair in an afro and get him because you know he's willing to do it. He likes fighting. He's willing to kill. So now we put him and we want him to start the bloods. Here's some guns. And you tell him that he his job is to go around the black community and, and wait to find a situation when he can approach his blood thing. See what I'm saying? And anybody that wants to fight, you know all it takes is a little gun battle. You just came from Korea. You ain't scared to shoot it out with these nappy-head niggas. They can't even shoot. They hold them guns. They drop the guns when they shoot them. You came from Korea. You came from Vietnam, real war. So now you got a couple black brothers. Take about five. Take about five brothers. Get you five brothers that came from Korea that actually done some military shit, know how to kill some people. Yeah. Cut them afros up. Put a little tattoo under their teardrop. We don't do too much investigation and just drop them in the hood. And all of a sudden, you just wait, right? You just wait. And now a situation happened. Oh, man, the Crips just did this and the Crips just did that. Who? Man, the Crips just beat this dude up and, man, we're, okay. So now they go and they get it on with the Crips. Who are these niggas? They showed up with red rags on. Yeah, we Bloods. They came up with their name, Bloods. And now people see them and now they start to join. And now they have a... We can't let this crypting. thing, we can't just let all these black people fall under this blue banner. They're going to turn that into some kind of powerful organization that we can't have control of. So, yeah. So when you hear the FBI following around, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I was tying this to a whole thing. We were talking about FBI being followed or Aretha Franklin being followed by the FBI. And I was saying that their whole job is to find something and then get something next to you. That's our job. We find, we infiltrate. So when you look at Aretha Franklin, who was the person that made Aretha Franklin's career exist? Because why I can tell you why the FBI followed Aretha Franklin is because she had a very strong voice to black people. If she sings about something, it resonates within our bones. Aretha was a very influential person as far as the God, you know, the queen of soul. Soul. That's a powerful thing to be the queen of. <laughs> That's not rock and roll. That's not a rock that rolls. That's not a hippity hop. Queen of soul, nigga. That means soul. The soul. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. We want to make sure she ain't out here putting that soul in a black revolutionary manner. Make sure she sings about women loving and fucking and having a good time and dancing and R.E.S.P. Yeah, keep her singing and that shit. Don't have her out here singing about nothing that will galvanize black people. So you have the FBI following her. And they made sure to put somebody next to her. It's real easy. People act like it takes hard scientific work to be in the music business all it takes is money 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 so the CIA said and FBI hey man who who do we got you know Clive who Clive Davis over here Clive Clive Clive. come here Clive Clive what was you doing Clive oh I was doing nothing I was just sitting typing Clive Clive is it it Clive or is it Clive it's Clive okay Clive How long have you been working at the FBI, Clive? Oh, a little over 10 years. Hmm. How old are you? 35. Okay, good job, Clive. All right, Clive, this is what we're going to do. We're trying to follow this woman who's very influential. Her name is Aretha Franklin. You ever heard of Aretha Franklin? Yes, I've heard of Aretha Franklin. I love her music. Oh, that's good, Clive. That's good. That's even better. What we want you to do, Clive, is we're going to give you an unlimited bankroll and we're going to tell the people that Capital Records, which was started with us, got people all over there. We're going to call, is it Capital Records or whatever the record label is, Jive, whatever the label that Clive ran, we're going to call that and tell them to give you the head president job. You're now the president. But wait a second. I was just sitting at the FBI typing, Clive. Come on now. Don't be stupid or you're going to have to sit there. Follow me. Got you. Okay, Clive. So we're going to call over to the record label that Aretha Franklin is signed to. And we're going to say you are the head of the music label. We're going to give you all these accolades. We're going to build you up. So let's stop there. Made a jump. We're not going to just do that, Clive. What we're going to do is build you up. So we're going to put you in the music business and we're going to give you artists that add to your resume. So we're going to give you one artist and we're going to buy all the records out, put them on the, we're going to break them, make them be one of the main pop artists. We're going to do that for you about three, four times so that you're ready for Aretha Franklin. That's what we do. We don't just pluck him out of an office. No, no, no. He might fumble the ball. So they won't pluck Clive out of an office. Like I said, I'm just, like I said, we're having fun. No, he won't do that. They will they will pluck him out of office, but they will not pluck Clive out of an office and just stick him on Aretha. No. They'll pluck him out of office, probably about 10 years prior to Aretha coming around to get him ready. Like I said, they'll make sure his acts do good and they'll do what they can fund him because it's all just money. Now Clive is the biggest, one of the biggest names in the business. And when Aretha comes in, you go with Clive and that's who's gonna watch you. And Clive makes sure, now we don't have to follow her around in the car. Clive is our agent, Clive Davis is our agent and he's Aretha's right hand. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that Aretha does that Clive Davis doesn't know about. She needs Clive to live. <clears throat> so now we don't have to follow her around. Clive, what's going on with Aretha? She met. She, this is what she's doing. Thank you. Clive, it would actually be nice if you could groom some black guy. I don't know. a Puffy, Sean Puffy Combs. If you could groom some kind of black guy. So he can slide into this hip-hop business so we can have another one. Because we used you good. And you did a good job, Claude, with Aretha. But I feel like this hip-hop thing is coming. We're going to need somebody in there to disrupt things. I mean, God forbid that a Black Panther, right? God forbid that a woman, Black Panther, has a baby in prison. And this child comes out. And now he's a black panther and he's one of the most famous rappers as hip hop is growing from a small little niche to the one of the most biggest um, vessels of exporting Americana. See what I'm saying, Clive? So we want to have so your job now, Clive, is not as you're getting old, you find some black guy out there that we can use as an agent the same way that we used you, Clive. Because this hip-hop thing is coming. And it's going to be powerful. And like I said, I'm telling you, I'm just off the top of the dome. My greatest fear is that, oh my God, some Black Panther woman has passed the Black Panther knowledge to her child. And this young baby comes in with some kind of powerful name and spirit into hip-hop. And now he's trying to galvanize the black race through hip-hop. So, Clive, get somebody to be close to that wink wink <laughs> okay that's why i say if we we don't want to do that work we don't want to start fighting. hey man hey hey we don't want to get the evil guys out we want to stop kanye west from wearing a white lives matter shirt huh <laughs> we just couldn't sleep at night kanye west and that goddamn white lives matter shirt was driving us crazy huh i don't i don't think so it didn't bother me it doesn't bother me at all kanye west can do what he wants to do and he's still my brother and he's still black you know what i mean yeah, if we're canceling people, let's cancel them for things that need to be canceled. There's some things that we do need. Like I say, I, I, that's what pisses me off. When black people want to use the power. Hey, man, let's get on this gang issue. Nah. You don't want to use the power to make these niggas feel at least a little bit uncomfortable about shooting up grandma in them's house? Nah. Kanye West in the white law Ah! Simba Lee, he got the Trump hat on. Ah! Why the fuck does your energy... Police officers. Shoot a nigga in a McDonald's drive-thru. But you guys don't want to get on the real issues, do you? Because it takes a little bit more than it just ah! You gotta really get your fucking boots wet. Did you guys hear that Will Smith is coming back? Will Smith is coming back, his movie is being released. This again, this shit feels like a fucking ploy. Yeah, shit. Emancipation. I'm emancipator. (laughs) New <laughs> this nigga Will Smith, man. So, but now what happens if his movie Emancipation wins? What happens if his movie wins? Like best film. He can't go to the Oscars, can he? Nah, you can't go because you like to slap niggas in the face. So now you got to have a movie win and you can't go. This shit all, I don't know what's going on. Why would you guys release this? Why wouldn't you just throw this fucking movie away? We don't need this movie anyway. This what I'm saying. We don't need this. You could have tossed this movie. I'm tossing this one. Fucking emancipation. Um, Niggas is fighting for freedom. I'm so tired of fighting for freedom, especially since I've already got it. (laughs) That's why I get tired, nigga. Tired of fighting for something you already have, nigga. I'm going to spend my whole life fighting for a glass of some, some of this. Nigga, it's in your hand, dumbass. Why would you? That's way. No! No, I'm spending my whole life fighting for a glass of this. But you got it already. Why don't you enjoy having it and find something that you can fight for that you don't have? You niggas still fighting for racism? We want white folks to be. Man, if white folks can do it, we can do anything white folks can do. Nigga, you can do anything more than, than white people can do. Why would that be your limit? White people do we can do it. Is that what they do at the BT? What they want? We gonna do it. White folks get to what you want to. You niggas make me sick with that shit, nigga. Fighting for something you already have or that doesn't matter, nigga. It's not something to fight for, nigga. You want to have something attainable, tangible. Nigga, there's things that black people don't have. Land. Yeah, we don't have land out in this motherfucker, nigga. All that killing and shit happening in the West Coast, we just still don't have any fucking land. Nowhere do we have land. Let's let's start focusing on energy as hard as that. Uh, da, 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 da. I think that's it, people. Uh, that was a good... This was a great show today. This was fun. Oh, I did say, um, if all the Hollywood screen... And script writers are gay white men, black women, and white women. Why am I hearing nigga more often than ever? Do you guys ever wonder that? When you're watching like Showtime, Stars, when you're watching, you know, cable television, when you're streaming and you're watching, listen how many times you just hear nigga forced, like black women say it a lot. Black women, nigga, nigga, nigga. It's like, actually in our community, we don't say it like that. You're forcing it. Then you got light-skinned cats, you know what I'm saying? It was always kept out. In movies, you always, the light-skinned dude might drop nigga one time, and that was just to show he was light-skinned. He might, yeah. But now it's like the light-skinned dudes or the light-skinned girls. If it's a light-skinned dude or a light-skinned girl in a movie, just be conscious now. How many times is she gonna say nigga? And why she'll use it when it's not even necessary. Like, fam, that was unnecessarily used. Women and light-skinned people use nigga way like they force it. Ah, nigga, 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 nigga. It's like we come on, man. We don't say it like that. You know what I'm saying? When we say it, it's player. You know what I'm saying? It's a player thing when we say it. Like, forget about it. It's, it, it that's what I feel like. I feel like nigga used to be like forget about it. You know what I'm saying? That's how the you to forget about it. There you go. You got you like the you like the bronco, I like the bronco with the two dudes, forget about it. You know what I'm saying? It was real sly, forget about it. You know, it wasn't something like forget about it, forget about it, hey, forget about it, hey, forget about it, hey, forget about it. You like this? Forget about it, forget it. No, but you're taking away from it. That's not how we said it. That's not how nigga was used. It was a real forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, forget about it. You know what I'm talking about, forget about it. Now it's like every fucking forget about it, forget about it, forget about it, forget about it. No, you're taking the lust. That's how I feel what's happening with nigga. It used to be something we use slick. Now it's just too much. Uh, Who's playing right now? The Vikings Vikings are playing the Bears. We'll beat the Bears. They'll give us a game, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what pisses me off. The Bears will give us a game. The cross-eyed fucking Bears. We just can't fucking. Oh, they're coming to Minnesota, right? Yeah, they're coming into Minnesota. We can't just kick their ass out of Minnesota back to Soldier Field, can we? We can't just do that, Kim. we? can't just kick their monkey asses and say, Chicago and get the fuck out of here. You niggas suck. No, they'll give us a good game. They might even fucking beat us. (laughs) Bears might fucking, no, they're not, we ain't gonna lose to the fucking Bears. We'll beat the Bears. I'm not gonna put that bad dope on the streets. Like I said, I hate putting bad dope on the streets because when somebody overdoses, who's gonna come, (laughs) who's gonna fucking put the heart, who's gonna put the shot in the heart, get them back to come back to life. Uh, no, we'll, we'll beat the Bears. But, goddamn it'll be a game, though. That's my point. It'll be a game. We're going to beat them, like, 23 to 21. <laughs> We're going to beat them 28 to 24. It's like, can't you just kick the Bears' ass? They don't have anybody out there. They don't have anybody. uh All right, guys. uh Thank you for rocking with the North Star. Oh, I'm listening. I'm no, sorry. Thank you, guys, for rocking. We got content. God damn, the North Star. But we will have the North Star coming up uh, this week, we'll be shooting our first episode. So you guys make sure you check it out. Um, it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, don't forget, uh, We Got Content is the new shit out there, WGCTM. Uh, follow me on all platforms. I'm out of all.